One of the effects of a lot of people constantly pursuing the newest platform to become an influencer on, or the latest marketing tactic to grow their audience and business with, is what it leaves behind. There is still so much opportunity within all platforms and gains to be made from every type of marketing strategy already tried. They still all work really well. Marketing doesn't have to be in such a violent state of change to get results. And sometimes, something we have long forgotten about still holds some magic to make things so much better. I'm sure almost all of you know about Google Analytics, but you might not be using it to its full potential. Most successful businesses that have a website, big or small, depend on the information it provides, and so should you. You're listening to It All Works. I'm your host, Jason Wheeler, and this is episode 22, Analyze This and That. 15 years ago in November 2005, Google Analytics launched, and it helped website owners get information about visitors who visited their site. It was like taking the blindfold off, because, Just like previous forms of media, like television or radio, it was hard, if not almost impossible, to really know who was watching or listening, and because of that, it took so much longer and tedious ways to figure out if what was being broadcasted was working. It wasn't Google alone that created this program. They previously purchased a company called Urchin. That was the foundation of what was to come, proving that the right tech acquisitions in the early 2000s would pay off big. Even though much has changed since then, Google Analytics remains one of the best tools you should use for your website and apps. It has become more robust in what it can show you even though privacy has become a bigger concern on the consumer side. There's no debating that any data is better than no data at all. Many of you might have Google Analytics on your websites. You might have checked that box long ago. Maybe you've looked at the analytics dashboard and seen all the neat tables and graphs and perused the numbers. But I'll bet you haven't looked in a while And worse still is you don't look and don't use it to its full potential. There's a large number of people that decided to put the blindfold back on. Analytics are no joke. Trust me, I took the courses and tests. I was honestly shocked at what it can do and accomplish. The scope is huge and its impact is even bigger. So why did so many people forget about it or neglect to utilize it? My theory is that people are paying attention to the wrong numbers. Or they are sticking with basic data. It's harder now to convince a whole generation that the number of people who follow them on social media does not indicate a better life or the promise of success. Basic numbers like email size or audience size doesn't mean you've made it. Another point is, people move on to the next thing and they don't consider keeping Google Analytics on as a permanent tool in their toolbox, nor did they continue to learn as it grew into what it is today. After all, there is only so much we can do. And to be honest, a lot of entrepreneurs whose businesses are not business or marketing don't have the capacity to stay up to date about all this stuff like they are a CTO or a CMO. No, they need to focus on what they do best. That's their specialty. So it all makes sense that in the past 20 years, so much about the way we do business, especially online, has changed. How can you expect everyone to keep up? And that's the reason I chose to do this episode so that maybe... Just maybe, I hope you rediscover something that will help you. I've had a lot of conversations with people about online marketing strategy because it's what I do and I'm very tactical about it. Even in conversations with people who aren't my clients, I'm always interested to know what drove them to make their decisions. What was the data? And I usually get a very basic explanation. Revenue slipped for a few months and something needed to change. They needed to do something different because sales were slow. When you think about data, from an accounting point of view, 
Sales is a top-line piece of data. It's important, but it's basic. It doesn't tell you the whole story. It's basically a result of whatever happened in the story. And as for doing something new and different as a strategy, that one should always be in play all the time. But it shouldn't be the final answer to a problem. It's vague and not detailed enough. Because you could do something different every day, and every day it could be the wrong thing. Analytics is important in this case because you're keeping a historical record of what has happened on your website or app. And you can get some real insight on what used to work and is now failing, and what still works. It would give you a much better direction as to what the next thing would be, and give you some confidence that the new thing will improve the ending of your story, which is improve sales. I'm still literally scratching the surface with this. It's so much more, and I think you'd be amazed at what you can actually see if you've optimized your Google Analytics setup. When I first started using Analytics, I was amazed at how instantaneous the information was. So instant, it will show you live in real time the activity going on with people visiting your site right now. It's not that different from watching somebody window shopping or browsing a physical store. You'll see what they are looking at. You'll know how long they'll look at it. Through their actions, which are called events in Google Analytics, you'll learn a lot. There are entrepreneurs who believe a website is a waste of time. It's not true. Possibly people become disenfranchised with the website because they really don't know what it's doing and can't see its effect on their overall business. But if you're curious like me, you would like to know what people are actually looking at and are interested on on your website, and obviously what they are not interested in. So let me share some things that really piqued my interest while completing the Google Analytics courses. User flow had to be one of the more interesting things to look at. It's a visual display of pages people are visiting, but what makes it even better is it will show you where they travel throughout your site and where they drop off. You can see which page the majority of your visitors land on first and the pages they visit following that. It's a great tool because if you have people landing on one page and then drop off, you know there is more work to be done to get them to roam and view more of your content and engage with things within your site. But if people are actually wandering, you know specifically where most of them are going. This would give you great insight into the most effective content within your site and something to keep in mind in the future. It can also show you weaknesses. Sometimes people make the mistake of setting up a website with little or no path. What I mean is, someone visits your site, but the pages don't offer much opportunity to discover other areas of your site. Sometimes content is virtually invisible because of this. The goal should be the same as social media platforms. Keep them engaged for as long as possible and have them consume more content. For any business website, this would be a huge win. User flow could definitely show you those opportunities. Demographics in analytics is extremely important. You probably already know how important it is to any marketing campaign. If you consider that your product or service is more attractive or useful for one group of individuals than another, wouldn't you like to know what type of person is consuming your content? As an example, your niche is very specific, but it can always be more specific. Let's say your product or service is meant for women between the ages of 25 to 55. That's not a bad age range, but there's still some big differences between the 25 to 40 range and the 40 to 55 range. Analytics demographics might show where you land in a tighter range. And that could tell you that your content or product is more attractive to a smaller, more specific age group. In future, your marketing should be focused specifically on them because they're your most captivated audience and more likely to do business with you. Even the technology people use to visit your site is something that can show you a few things. Mobile is a big part of the success of most websites. 
If the analytics is showing you that the number of people that visit your sites through mobile is low, you've got a problem. This means your site might not be optimized or easy to view and navigate on mobile. And you would just be leaving money on the table because you are invisible to those visitors. Maybe your site might have specific browser issues. You might also detect it through analytics. There is some value in knowing what type of browser or OS is really checking you out. Google Analytics can tell you a lot about how people interact with your website, but it also allows you to go into even more detail. You can track events within pages. It can give you the ability to track an individual piece of content. Let's say you've placed the video on your home page. Maybe you've poured a lot of time and money into this project to make a big impact on your visitors. Wouldn't it be great to know how many people actually clicked to watch that video on your website? Of course. With almost anything people can engage with on your site, you can measure how well it's working. One of my favorite tools on analytics has to be acquisition. Knowing where your traffic is coming from through links and search will make a profound impact on where you focus your attention. If you have an email list, it's good to know if people are making it to your site. You can discover if the linked items you are offering in your emails are effective. If you're wondering how your SEO or AdWords campaign is working, acquisitions will show you. And any other referrals that might be out there pointing people to your site. If you have a good source of traffic coming in from a specific acquisition type, it makes it very easy to know where to put your time and money. I can't go through everything Google Analytics can show you. To be honest, this is just the basics. But just from the basics, there's a lot to be gained. Like I said before, any data is better than none. I have to mention again that things have changed when it comes to privacy. Some people don't want to be tracked, and that's why Apple is making it easier for people's online activity to be virtually undetected, and why others use VPNs to mask their IP addresses. I get it. It's a security issue. However, there is still data that can be gained. Even if it's just showing you a smaller sample size, you can still safely expand those numbers out to still reflect what is happening within your site overall. The beauty of analytics is it will point you in the right direction with content and the kinds of things you will want to achieve with your website. It allows you to create custom reports specific to your goals and can track conversions for you, not just the conversion itself, but how it came to happen, as Google can track all the events and pages leading up to someone making a purchase from you. I know you know about Google Analytics, and it might already be connected to your website. It's a huge miss if you aren't using it for your benefit. You might need someone to set things up for you if you don't know how, but it's worth it. Getting the real data on your website performance can really help with sales and revenue for your business. If you tout yourself as an efficient and effective business operator, then Google Analytics is one of those tools you simply must use. Making it all work. If I'm going to share with you how to make Google Analytics work for you, I can only direct you two ways. If you have the time and want, you can teach yourself how to set it up and use it. Google does have an excellent library of information to do that, but I must say you have to take a very linear approach. Learn from the beginning, from the basics, and upwards. It's not easy to just learn the pieces that interest you. There's foundational learning required. If you're not completely comfortable working within your own website, it will be a challenge to set up some of the features you want. It's not impossible. It takes time. Trust me, I've done it. The second choice is to get someone to help you with it. Myself and others are well-versed in setting something like this up and being able to get you off to a great start. Also, being able to have someone explain the reports or even help you set up some custom ones can really help you get ahead quickly. 
You'll be able to start getting data faster and be able to understand what's going on so you can make better strategies and decisions in future. I think this is one of those expenses that has a good return on investment. I hope you've enjoyed this episode on Google Analytics, and hopefully you are or will benefit from using it to its full potential. It's a tool that can save you a lot of time, energy, and money. It works. It all works. If you have any questions or comments on this week's episode, you can email me through the It All Works website from the homepage or from the page of this week's episode. I like hearing from my listeners. You can also request a call with me if you want to discuss getting Google Analytics working on your website to help you. If you haven't already, you should subscribe to this podcast so you can get each new episode automatically as they're released. Thanks for sharing your time with me. Until next week, take care.